0: Take that bullshit. Turn in the good shit. Take that bullshit. Turn in the good shit. Come. Take that bullshit. Turn in the good
1: shit. Come. Take that bullshit. Welcome back to that stupid fantasy football show. I am Tim here tonight with Adam. What's up, Adam? Hello. How you doing? I'm great how are you oh, I'm doing pretty good it's uh shit it's late August this is exciting late,
0: late August yeah and it's late where you are a little late
1: yeah it's almost midnight getting there what can you do what can you do <laughs> <laughs> you got Definitely. red sun you got red sunglasses on yeah it kind of spices things up a bit yeah I feel,
0: I feel spiced
1: so adam um it is late august uh fantasy football season is here it's upon us um draft season our our draft for the tyler perry league is this weekend it happens every year and it's this weekend uh i'm excited about it uh i know i'm sure a lot of our listeners are drafting drafts are happening i just did my my rookie draft in a dynasty league that was a blast i want to hear about your mock draft what did you learn let's get into this
0: yeah sure yeah for sure i'll I'll pull that up here um so yeah who'd you get in your rookie draft for your picks
1: my rookie draft um it is a dynasty league run by our friend mike Kraffick and uh friend of the show friend of the show (laughs) um I got Najee Harris. I had the 1 1. So I took um, Najee Harris. This is a 12 team yeah. Dynasty League. It's actually and kind of like a standard scoring league. And you were uh, talking on these very
0: airwaves about getting ETN, huh?
1: I was yeah. I was you know because I inherited this team uh it was real a real dumpster fire yeah and I think I've had it for like a season and a half now maybe mm-hmm. two, two full seasons no you've had
0: it you've had it for a little bit longer than that I feel because mm-hmm. is that the same league I was in
1: no this is a different oh, okay. league. yeah um and uh I think a season and a half I've had it for and um and I maybe maybe this is my third draft I I I yeah, actually maybe it is the third draft. So, I'm not sure. But uh definitely got Harris and uh and got Trey Lance at 2-1. It, it's it's still not a good team. I came in dead last, you know. It, I, the the roster is garbage. I did have Cam Akers and Josh Jacobs was was I think my first uh draft pick in this league. Um so yeah, I've done this is my third draft now. Okay. So I have uh, Josh Jacobs and uh, I did. I have Cam Akers and obviously he's on the IR. So that that would have been a real disaster if I took ETN and had Akers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that would have <laughs> yeah. been bad. Uh, so, yeah. so wait, so Akers, is he definitely done for the year?
1: No, actually, he hasn't been put on um, IR yet. So it's possible that he still comes back at the end of the season or for playoffs for the Rams. Um, unlikely he's going to play for fantasy purposes again, even if he does hit the field again in 2021 though.
0: Okay. Okay. So, and in our league, did you, were you able
1: to trade him? No, no, I was planning on keeping him. I really wanted to keep him. Oh, you got scammed. Um, you got scammed. I, I did. <laughs> yeah. Our league, it's been a bit of a um, roller coaster, uh the off season. Um, just a lot of juggling, a lot of trades. I traded Camara Gibson and Kittle, um, and Mike Evans this off season, uh, from I my know. keeper squad. Um, I mean, you did for, a pretty, pretty good job yeah. getting picks back. Uh, i I still might've kept Kittle though. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, that was the last trade I did with podcast royalty, Rob Sesternino. Uh, it was this week and, um, you know, I didn't want to trade Kittle. I would have rather have kept him because now my option is make a deal or keep Cooper cup who I really like. That's really the thing. I think if I didn't like cup or, or feel more strongly about Kittle, it was just like, okay, I can, get a sixth round pick and then move up later. Like, I think that's a good, a good deal. Um, it gave me some more, gives me f- some more flexibility in the draft. Uh, so now in that league, I'm keeping and it's a super flex PPR keeper league. I got Rogers, Devonte Adams, love the stack there. I got Zeke and Cooper cup. Um, it was rusty. really, yeah, I was really hoping for like a much different scenario when the offseason came about, but you know, you take what you can get and, uh, sure. I'm excited. You know, that's all you can do. Yeah. I got, uh, my first three picks are not from there. They're not my picks originally, but I, I got a fifth, sixth and a seventh back and, um, I feel good about it. I'm really, really looking forward to drafting probably, probably a quarterback with one of those first two picks. Yeah. I would say you kind of have to. Yeah. I'm excited, Adam. I'm thrilled. Brilliant. uh and uh, and my third pick in that draft three one uh tony the uh the giants receiver mm-hmm. um not thrilled about him i really you I know mean, but
0: when you really look at it like what's his competition there in new york like i mean he's a rookie that definitely has a chance to you know get targets immediately like i mean sterling shepherd's our best wide receiver still yeah. Like he still hasn't made that leap to say, Oh, okay. That guy's a, a, you know, the number one wide receiver on that team. Yeah. So I think there's plenty of targets for Tony. So, yeah, I, I think that's a good pick. I mean,
1: people seem to be pretty high on him. Athlete fast guy. Yeah, he was a first round pick, you yeah. know, and that, that was really what put it over the edge um, for me. I was, I was hoping Rondell Moore would be there or even Terrace Marshall. I was wanting to go, um, receiver there i uh even thought about justin fields or zach wilson if one of them fell but um mac jones was available i decided not to take him went went tony i went uh trey lance with two one i mean like like i said the team is is basically a dumpster fire still imagine just building from nothing from yeah yeah you know every everyone i have is either a draft pick or waiver wire basically because you have no one to trade Yeah.
0: Unless like in that type of league, because I remember being in a dynasty league, people viewed those draft picks pretty valuable. Like, would you consider maybe next year, like if some of your draft picks hit, um, you know, trading a draft pick next year to get a better keeper for your dynasty?
1: Like oh, I definitely you know. in my other dynasty league i i paid a lot of draft picks for players um because i was con- competitive um yeah. this team i have not been competitive and keep in mind this is a like a like an old um friends league of graphics in yeah. uh, like the pittsburgh region so this is like a like a, a league that's been running for 20 years that i just oh, jumped wow. into oh wow um, And, uh, and tried to start turning around. So like people have an old steel city league, (laughs) people have real good teams, you know? And, uh, so I'm doing what I can, but I, you know, I picked up Winston on the waiver wire that that's not bad. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's not a, like, I mean, it's a bad team. It's still not there yet, but yeah, I mean, some of these guys, you have guys that like could potentially hit, like, obviously, yeah. Kirk Cousins isn't one of those guys. Garoppolo's no. not one of those guys. Singletary's probably not one of those guys. McKinnon isn't. Um, okay, most of these guys in your bench are not. <laughs> I'm not going to, am not going to, Jacoby Myers could be good. I mean, obviously, Kadarius Tony, is yes. a rookie. Um, Harrison Bryant might have some upside. Maybe. Then you got um, Cam Akers. You got, you got Scammy on. on the pup. Yeah.
1: At the starting lineup, uh, um
0: I like I like the upside great. of Zach Moss, so yeah, obviously Zach Moss, now, G, Moss, RSV, Yeah.
1: I mean, I like Chennault. Brian Edwards for the Raiders. Yeah, I, I really mean, don't like him.
0: Yeah, man, it, that's your wide receiver too. Oh
1: god. Or Jacoby Myers. I mean, yeah, it's a real rag fire. I yeah. mean, I really don't think there's a single player from from the old regiment uh, on the roster still. So it's oh, it's man. been a journey. Yeah,
0: I think if I were you, going into next year, I would try to trade one of your picks for like, uh, or you know, try to get a a really solid wide receiver. Yeah, looks like that's kind of like what you need to like work on there. Like, you seems like you have like a combination of running backs that could potentially work and potentially hit, but I
1: mean, whoo, wide receiver,
0: rough, (laughs) rough rough stuff.
1: Yeah, well, I'll probably have the first pick next year too. So, yeah, so uh, <laughs> hey, I'll build Maybe it. Was, it's a, it's a, yeah, real I mean, be a wide
0: receiver legal. that that's like really a stud or something. Who knows?
1: There is every year.
0: Yeah. Or yeah, if you have a like, or a lot of your running backs hit, you could trade one of your running backs for and a draft pick for, you know, a stud
1: wide receiver that you could have for the next, you know, several years. Yeah, for sure. Um, say. Now, Adam, tell me about your mock draft. Do you have any strategies you want to discuss?
0: Um, you know, I think we've always talked about trying to get two running backs with your first picks, if possible. I had the 11th pick in a 12-team PPR league. Um, yeah, got Taylor and Diggs with my 11th and 14th pick in the draft. Okay. Um, and then in the third round, I got DeAndre Swift, fourth round Josh Allen, fifth round Damian Harris, sixth round T Higgins, seventh round Chase Claypool, and then DJ Chark in the eighth. These were auto drafted because somebody came over. Uh John Smith <laughs> in the ninth, uh Leonard Fournette in the 10th, uh, which same thing, but I kind of like those guys I, I like where Claypool went I thought that I thought yeah. he went a little bit lower than I thought he'd go I mean Michael Thomas went at the top of the seventh round mm-hmm. Uh Devonta Smith at the top of the seventh round I kind of like those and you know I like those values there
1: but Claypool there at the bottom of the seventh yeah not, not I, I do like that yeah, I'm not sure what to think about Michael Thomas this year. I'm probably staying away. He's so polarizing. Yeah, I think. Oh, I'm staying by the way, away.
0: by the way, I was at Stin's house last night and got some intel. Um oh, please do share. Yeah, he was. He was talking about potentially keeping Michael Thomas, but also thinking about keeping. Um, it was between him and. Uh, mm. mm-hmm. Tannehill Tannehill yeah. or, or or Thomas which I think you know it seems like I just told him I was like you know Tannehill's got some good wide receivers and got a good running back got a good offensive line you know I, I you know I and he's gonna be playing week one Michael Thomas isn't Michael Thomas isn't gonna play to week six at least yeah so, I don't know where he landed, but he seemed like it could be a potential
1: of a Michael Thomas being kept there. I hope so. Um, he got, yeah, I mean, I definitely don't think he's he's worth the keeper. I hope he doesn't listen to this before the draft, but I definitely sure. don't think he's uh, a keeper he will not. Run. He will not. I can guarantee you, yeah,
0: 100%. I can guarantee you that. <laughs>
1: Um <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, um well I, I, go ahead. Did you get any intel on his first pick overall?
0: Um I think it depended on who he kept. Like I think if he kept I think he definitely mentioned um Trevor Lawrence. Definitely. <laughs> definitely mentioned Trevor Lawrence, but I think it also depends on who he keeps tan hill or michael thomas
1: mm-hmm.
0: like if he keeps yeah. michael Th- if he keeps michael thomas then you better be careful what you wish for because then he could also take trevor lawrence and i remember you saying you
1: want to potentially take him with your first pick in the first round i don't care i'll take whatever's there i know there's enough good players that i'd be happy with one of them um no you're missing out I, on all the good ones that are going to be there no no i've done them i've done the math
0: no, I have I've, too, and you're you're just you're just out of the range of getting a good player.
1: You wish. <laughs> yeah, I get the fifth pick overall. Hey, you're speaking. Um, you're
0: speaking to the champ.
1: Uh, please, fuck okay. out of here. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, um, no, I, I, you know, I'm excited that uh, McLaurin's going to be in the draft. I think he's very worthy of that pick. I do think DeAndre Swift looks like he's going to be in the draft, yeah. and uh, AJ Brown. Yeah. I mean this and then you're talking about the rookies. Um yeah. Lawrence I, and
0: Harris. I will say I I was pretty interested when I did get back to my team in my draft in the 11th round getting my boy Mooney and then in the 12th round getting JD McKissick and I felt mm-hmm. like those were pretty good values for that late in the draft. And like looking at who else is around there um I mean, it seems like I feel like those two guys are guys that you could potentially plug in your flex, you know, especially in bye weeks and feel pretty good about it.
1: So and, w- what is it about Mooney? Tell me, tell me and our audience uh, why. Um,
0: Just watching him play. I mean, obviously, you know, being a Bears fan, I watched a majority of the games last year and, you know, watching him play, like, He just looks good. Like he passes the eye test and he very quickly when they drafted him passed, you know, uh, Anthony Miller, who they ended up trading to Texas, the Texans. And he passed him on the depth chart really quick and he's fast. He's got good hands, runs good routes. And uh, I think honestly, once Fields hits the field, I, I think he's the biggest beneficiary. From fields because he can get that deep ball and I think they the two of them together could be very dangerous and I'm as a fan and then as a fantasy on are excited about both those players and I you know obviously you know Allen Robinson I think he's going to have another good year and, and get his numbers but I think once field starts I mean, I mean which it looks like I mean could potentially start week one I mean Dalton's look terrible um, but it is naggy. He's a terrible coach, so who knows? But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think once Fields gets on the on the field, I think Mooney can be a very valuable asset. And I think by the end of the year, we'll be like oh wide receiver two, wide receiver three in fantasy. Really? Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're he definitely drafting him.
1: You're drafting him, and I mean, if he's around, if he he's
0: done. around 11th, 12th rounds,
1: absolutely, I'm drafting him. Yeah. You better it believe sounds like that. <laughs> I, I, apparently I, yeah. I definitely do now after yeah, that. And, and, and
0: if you draft them better watch out you better watch out
1: <laughs> oh my god i'm definitely drafting them now <laughs> god, i hate you <laughs> what about Nicole hardman he's being drafted right around the same area maybe a similar kind of player yeah. he's paired up with patrick mahomes
0: yeah i like him um you know his speed i i just when I saw him play, because I actually owned him for a while on his rookie year, because I was excited because at his rookie year, um, uh, Tyree Hill was injured to start That's that right. year. And yeah, possibly suspended. Yeah. Possibly suspended. Or it wasn't, it may not injured, with banged up or whatever. And possibly suspended. I was really excited about Nicole Hartman. Like, like maybe this is the year he figures it all out, but his route running wasn't great. Like, I just felt like he just seemed kind of like just a deep threat. And which is fine, especially with Mahomes, but I just don't think he had the same amount of tools as Mooney seems to have, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Just you know, by just watching them play. Yeah. But but I, I do like Hardman. I like um, I like the tight ends here: Irv Smith, Tyler Higby, Evan Ingram. I, I like do House. like Higby in this area. Yeah. And I would say Higby would definitely be my choice. There are uh, those three, but I don't necessarily mind the upside of Irv Smith. And I think, you know, I don't know how much I love Evan Ingram. Like, I think he's just been hyped and hyped. He had that one really great year and then he's just been kind of hyped and he shows like some games. He's good. He's just in- inconsistent, which yeah, is, no. you know, for, for, that's a tight, that's end, a tight end. Yeah, exactly. Especially around if you're drafting him around here but I like the upside of Irv Smith. And I just think overall, I'd like Tyler Higby there.
1: I mean, um, what about sticking with wide receiver in this range? What about Jalen Waddle, the rookie from Miami Miami?
0: Yeah. I think if they had a better quarterback situation, I'd, I'd feel a little bit higher on him. Um, okay. I mean, I just don't love Tua. What?
1: What do you mean? Why?
0: It just hasn't shown me anything that makes me go, oh, man, this guy's a stud in the NFL.
1: Oh, I guess you haven't been following the camp reports. He's looking pretty good. Pretty, oh, pretty sharp. Oh, right oh, the, the,
0: the beat reporters that, that are paid to, to, to say everybody looks like the MVP of the league? I don't think that's what they're paid for, but I think that's, I mean, that's what, what happens they usually sometimes. do, though, yeah. It is, yeah. I mean, I like. I think he has talent. Like, I mean, obviously, in college, you look first unstoppable round at times. Yeah, first-round pick. But like,
1: I don't know. Top ten pick, actually.
0: Yeah, I don't. I just haven't seen him like in like the NFL. Live up to all the hype and potential that they talked about. But hey, he's still super young. So and maybe get and maybe getting a guy like Waddle will really help him because he hasn't had a guy like Waddle. Right.
1: So. I think uh, yeah. so. I yeah, mean, I, I like obviously. Waddle. I like
0: I like Ra- Jalen Rager in this in this uh, area.
1: You don't like Jalen Rager? Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't. In the twelfth round? I, I absolutely would not take him over Jalen Waddle. I mean,
0: no, 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 no. I'm just saying, guys that like intrigue me here. Like, who else got drafted here? David Johnson. I would never. I just don't. Not no. But, Tyrell Tyrell Williams. I'm probably not going to draft. Him. Although. He could be a sneaky wide receiver one on that team.
1: Yeah, but can I ask, did you watch any of Jalen Waddell uh, preseason? Any I seen his, I, I've seen him in college. I've seen him in college. He's a he's stud. I have not seen him in uh, in college. But um, man, I will say he popped he's, right off he, the screen. Oh, it, he's it's just in preseason. I mean, he went to Alabama. <laughs>
0: I mean, look at the wide receivers that go to Alabama. Look at the running backs that go to Alabama. They're all yeah. studs. Um, he's yeah. I mean, and, and maybe that's what Tua needs to really pop too. So I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, where was he taken? And let me see where he was
1: taken. He in, might have been taken. See, I'm not seeing the sixth, the sixth pick in um, overall in the in the NFL draft, which was kind of shocking, actually. I'm trying to find. Oh. 5'9", well, 180 well, pounds.
0: But you're mentioning him, and he got drafted in the eighth round in this draft. So he, he got gotcha. drafted one,
1: two, like three full rounds before these guys were talking about Wow, him. so maybe, maybe the ADP is skewed. I'm looking at uh some um some fantasy pros, bullshit. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: I, yeah I'm just going off of this draft. That Your I just draft, did. good. Yeah.
1: That might be more accurate at this point. Yeah, 95th pick, whereas...
0: Darnell Mooney was 131st. Okay. So we're looking at two different little landscapes here. Yeah. You know, like I think, yeah, obviously I'd take Waddle over what these guys were talking about.
1: And, and you know. for the, yeah, for the record, I'm not criticizing uh, your pick. I'm actually, I'm just trying to find out why you like him over these other people. Let me go a little you know, earlier then. No, I, I like cause... Waddle
0: over all those guys. We were t- I would draft Waddle okay. over those, all those guys because I think he's a wide receiver one potential. I mean... I, he, you
1: have to imagine, right, with that draft. He down. has a potential. He has,
0: he has a potential to be that. But once again, you know, wide receivers. I mean, it's definitely been changing over the last several years where wide receivers come in or really good their rookie year. I mean, T. Higgins had a really good rookie year last year. Justin um, Jefferson, are the best Justin, Jeffers, Justin, ever. Justin Jefferson went went the fuck off, you know. Yeah. Like these these guys. I mean, it can happen, but like it doesn't always happen. Even if the person's really talented, sometimes they need to get a rapport with their quarterback. And he's playing with Tua, who once again is a young quarterback still figuring it out on his, like and on his side. So I, yeah, I mean, I I think you know, he'd be a guy I'd definitely look at and be excited about if I got a good deal on him. Like, I think end of eighth round seems pretty fair for him.
1: Yeah. And for Around the record, the other
0: guys that are getting drafted, um, Hollywood yeah. Brown, Sony oh, Michelle, definitely. Robert Tanya, Antonio Brown, Kenyon Drake, Zach Moss. If I was hurting for running backs, I might draft over Waddle. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all these other guys are being drafted. I definitely draft Waddle over.
1: Why not? Take a shot on a on a lottery ticket. Potentially. Yeah.
0: I mean, I also, yeah, because yeah, because Jamar Chase went at the beginning of the seventh round. And then right after him, Devonta Smith. So mm-hmm. Waddle goes all, almost almost so goes at the end of the eighth, and those guys went at the beginning of the seventh. So I think the value for Waddle is maybe a little, you know, it's definitely better than maybe those two guys. Unless you yeah. really believe, unless you really believe in those two guys. I have really believed in Chase, but they're saying he looks terrible in camp. Um, well,
1: I think he might be a little rusty. Um, I wouldn't yeah, but hit the play. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't hit the panic button. Just, yeah. No. We got to see him on the field. We've, we've but seen, if, we've heard these things before and re- then
0: in a redraft league, I might, be a little bit more leery about drafting him,
1: especially at the beginning of the seventh. Oh, I definitely wouldn't draft Jamar Chase in the seventh round in a redraft league. There's yeah. no way in hell. Not even what are your fe- what, how do you feel about Devonta Smith? I like him because the opportunity seems a bit more there um, immediately. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, w- with Jalen Rager, I feel like you're going all in on Jalen Hurts, you know? And I don't know. I, don't, I obviously don't know how he how good he's going to be but like with Devonta smith it's just one level you just have to you just have to bet on jalen hurts to be able to feed his number one receiver like every yeah. quarterback does you know and with rager you're going like again you're going all in on and it's not really even a bet on him it's a bet on uh, jalen hurts i feel like so i love smith to be honest um I don't know. I don't know where I'd go for him. I really have to feel out the draft. Maybe seventh round. For Devonta Smith? Maybe. seventh. Right, that's round. where he went here. Beginning of the seventh. Yeah. Third yeah. pick in the seventh round.
0: He's good. Would He's... you draft him over uh, Chase Claypool?
1: Um, probably. It really depends on what I need, I think. If, I, if I'm drafting my fourth receiver, I'd probably go in Claypool. I don't know. Fourth I don't know receiver. if I'm drafting my fourth receiver in that range. I guess I wouldn't be though. Huh? You're drafting your third, maybe second, even. Huh? Ah, shit. I don't know. I wouldn't want, I guess I wouldn't want either of those guys as my second receiver as a third receiver, maybe Smith just for the upside. But it, again, I think it just really depends on roster construction. Um, if you have a guy like Cooper cup, the aforementioned Cooper cup, who I think is going to be a real target hog in uh, LA this year, I think it's a real safe oh, yeah. pick, you know. Oh, yeah. And I think like like Keenan Allen, he's like a Keenan Allen type. Uh um, poor man's Keenan Allen. <laughs> yeah, but they're the same type. And there are other players like you could even call what Cole Beasley did last year are that you, same
0: type. You're so you're not concerned as the year went on last year, it became more of the Robert Woods show and less of the Cooper Cup show.
1: I love Robert Woods, but um, no, I think. L.A. is already hurting without their number one running back. They got a new toy in town in Stafford. I think they're going to be throwing the ball a lot, and there's yeah. way more than enough to go around for just two of them. There's enough for the tight end, too, you know? I yeah. think there's plenty, plenty. I mean, I think they only they only struggle for fantasy points if um, L.A. just blows teams out. Or wins by a lot, but I don't know that they're going to blow teams out that much.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I think they're definitely, they're obviously,
1: definitely going to throw the ball a ton, though. Yeah, either way, they kind of have to just to score points, you know. And Woods never been a big touchdown guy. Cooper Cup has been a big touchdown guy. I feel like he's a big, going to be a big reception guy. I mean, I think they're both going to be a hundred catch uh, neighborhood this year. Yeah, it could be potentially. Yeah. You're not too worried about Cup's injury history. I mean, no, not I mean, I'm I don't really worry about that. I mean, if he was hurt now, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't keep him, but I feel fine about it. And I really think it's a safe pick, you know, and that's kind of back to the point. I think, think I think a Cup guy like that, he's safe. super safe. Super safe, you know. Super safe I don't, guy.
0: I don't. <laughs> he won't, he won't, he won't,
1: he'll,
0: keep, he'll keep you safe at night.
1: I mean, I feel like he's a blanket. He is. <laughs> he's gonna be. He's gonna be like a like a teddy bear. Just snuggle up with at night.
0: <laughs> for your for your uh, six to nine receptions a game.
1: Yes, guarantee. I mean in a PPR. Yeah. Holy moly, Pepper, right? Pepper. I mean. How you're could already, you
0: you're, you're already else, beyond yeah, halfway to ten, double digits just on receptions <laughs> alone? Bingo. Yeah, Pooper Puck, safest guy in the league. <laughs>
1: guy hasn't even run a
0: stop sign.
1: Oh shit. He's he's a solid ball player.
0: Uh I, I'm I, I'm excited. I'm excited about my keepers. I, all right, explain. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, Jalen Hurts, and
1: Darren Waller. I think it's great. I think it's great. I like that you don't keep a receiver, and uh, I wasn't going to. That was my plan until this week when I got an offer that uh, was, I thought, good enough to take for Kittle. Um, And honestly, again, it was about Kittle more – I don't know. I I like him, but uh, it was like okay, whatever. I I can. I feel like I can get good tight ends later, but um, but I think the no receiver strategy going into the draft is a pretty good one, Um, or at least low on receiver at this point because they're so deep. I do feel like they're very very deep, and it's uh, pretty deep. It's deep. Yeah, yeah, and you could even obviously you don't even have to go three straight receivers yeah. in your, for your strategy. You know, you, yeah. might, you, you might not even have to go two. you know, you don't, you probably don't have uh, to go no. receiver right away. I don't,
0: I'm not necessarily planning on going, cause I have the, the 12th and 13th pick in the draft. So right. I don't even, I don't, I, I think one of them has got to be a receiver, but I think the other one's probably, I mean, depending, obviously depending on how the board shakes out, but I think the other one has got to be a quarterback. I think I'm going to go quarterback receiver. Yeah, And I just think in a two-quarterback league, you know, by the time you're done picking your first or second pick in the draft, you should have your second quarterback, in my opinion. I feel safe. I feel safe with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, in a super flex league, I really think uh, the second quarterback is extremely valuable, and I even think third quarterback is extremely valuable. I mean, it helped me
0: a ton last year having Derek Carr as my third quarterback, you know, because it was like injuries and like things happened, and I had Derek Carr, and he helped me through so many weeks, and then like towards the end of the year as it started rolling on, I saw that Jalen Hurts was going to start game playing time and I had Carson Wentz. So I picked up Jalen Hurts for like a dollar. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a week or two later, he started and then took the reins. And I was like, man, this is great for fantasy. Like, I don't care. Like, you're like, oh, he's inaccurate. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, for guys, fantasy. Yeah. Guy's going to run like 70 yards. Like, so is Lamar Jackson. I don't fucking care. Like, this is like, I, I'm not an Eagles fan. Like, you know, <laughs> sign me up for the guaranteed points. And I think, uh, you know, I think there is obviously a lot more risk with Jalen Hurts than a guy like Cooper Cup, uh, like in terms of like just, you know, potentially losing his job. Like, you know, but I mean, his backup is Joe Flacco. So, like, yeah. even if he's bad, they're just going to give him more chances, I would assume. And unless like things are so bleak or he gets hurt. But I think he's it's his, and I also just think like because of his legs, he's going to get you those guaranteed points no matter yeah. what. And I think anytime you can start getting guaranteed points with rushing yards, and then also the thought of him getting rushing touchdowns, which it seems like he's able to do because some of the rushing quarterbacks don't necessarily get a lot of touchdowns. And he had like like three or four in those couple of games he played. So that that's that's exciting. It seems like even though like I think you know, some people are like, oh, we don't know what he's going to do. I think, yeah, we don't know what he's going to do as like a winning quarterback or, you know, a consistent quarterback or an accurate quarterback. But I think in terms of a fantasy quarterback, I think he's going to be pretty safe.
1: Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think the team, good chance the team's very bad. Um, so we'll I don't think they think they're going to win a Super Bowl this year. Oh, no. I mean, well, that's pretty high uh, bar. Yeah, yeah. They're going to so be, they're going to be bad. It's, yeah. It's so I think we'll to this
0: guy plays. And then if he sucks, then next year I keep some other quarterback or, you know, right. try to draft a rookie quarterback or, you know, keep a wide receiver. Cause I think the other three
1: guys I would like to keep for as many years as I can. Yeah. And strategy in a super flex league, which are they're becoming more and more popular out there. And really oh, yeah. they're pretty exciting. You Love know, that. it's, It's fun. Yeah. And uh, your second quarterback, you want to draft, and we're both talking about it by the sixth round, having that second quarterback uh, in the books. Um, How late would you push that? And then when do you start looking for your third quarterback in a 12-team super flex league? I
0: I think I started looking for that third quarterback after, so I think, so let's say, so I kept two running backs oh well, tight end, one quarterback. So I need to fill another quarterback. So like, so let's say that's my fifth round pick. And then my sixth round pick is a wide receiver. Let's say the next round is another wide receiver with my seventh round pick. And then I have another flex to fill. So I think I get another position player there. And then the next two picks, depending on what players are available, I think I start thinking about my third quarterback. Okay.
1: Yeah. So in the
0: like ninth and 10th rounds, (laughs) I'm looking at my fingers. Yeah. (laughs) I needed to do that to keep track, but yeah, Yeah. like ninth, ninth, 10th round, I think you're looking for your third quarterback is not too early.
1: Yeah. And obviously, feel out the draft. I would say you kind of can't be too early. Um, except if I you would, went like, if you want like would, first round, second round, third round, that would be too early. Obviously, like if you want like second, fourth, and sixth, I wouldn't even say that's too early, probably.
0: Yeah. 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 Or maybe a little bit. Maybe a little I just, bit. I mean, I do like to fill out all my starting positions before I start building bench depth, unless there's someone there where I'm like, I don't care if I can't start them week one. Like I need this person on my team. Uh, Like a skill position player where you're like, or, you know, a guy like, you know, let's say I fill my skill positions and Michael Thomas is still there or something like that. Like I would, you're like, you know, I get to a point where I'm like, should I get, you know, for my, you know, I, I think it depends, but I would like to get that third quarterback sooner than later.
1: Mm -hmm. But what about, what about um, the idea of getting a fourth quarterback in a super flex league um, for two reasons to to have a second backup um, and to keep them from other people, I guess? Yes, that that's really that's the reason, because if you do the math right, so there's 32 NFL teams in a 12 team league, there's 30 uh, there's um, 36 <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought. Wait, okay. You so do the 32, okay, so 36, 36 quarterbacks would be three per team. So you're already talking not three per uh, team, not three starting quarterbacks per yeah. fantasy You, you team. can't take
0: that strategy and hope to make a trade. But I also feel like I wouldn't do that if there's like actual skill position players that actually would like to have on my team. Because then I'm like turning around and being like, well, no, I'm just drafting this guy in hopes I can either trade him or thinking that I'm
1: going to have two injuries to quarterbacks, which could be possible. um, Or – I, I would say in the case of this year in particular with so many rookie quarterbacks with high upside out there, you know, not really knowing when any of them are going to start. Well, it's um, Lawrence is starting week one. Other than, other than him. Yeah. Um, but that, uh, you know, I think that could be an, inter- an interesting strategy. I guess that also wouldn't really count towards that math equation of um, the 32 starting quarterbacks though. But uh, you know, it would be interesting to take some real upside with a Trey Lance or something like that, and then a Matt Ryan. Also, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, let's I don't see what I'm happens. Not so. at, I'm not, yeah, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, like a
0: guy, a guy that's obviously going to be starting week one, but potentially not starting by the end of the year. You know, although I think their backup guy torn ACL, McCarron. Um, so Matt Ryan, I don't think he's in danger of losing his job. They didn't no. draft the quarterback, yeah, so. No. So I mean, I mean Matt Ryan's obviously going to play all year, Trey Lance who knows when he's going to play, but there, I mean there's a potential Trey Lance starts week 1 too.
1: Yeah, probably not. I I probably it not. seems like Jimmy's going to start it. Yeah. But where does Jimmy go? I mean, does Jimmy even sit on the waiver wire for the first week or two of the season in a super flex league? Jimmy Garoppolo. I think in a
0: super I think in a super flex league if there's by the time the draft starts and there's word that he's starting week 1, I think he's on a team.
1: Probably, right. I would assume, yeah, there's no official word at this point, but it does seem like um Garoppolo kind of smirked and gave an answer or, or um, you see or you see
0: somebody draft Garoppolo and fields or like fields and Garoppolo to have both of them and then say, well, I'm gonna that roster spot will probably be free in a couple of weeks
1: or lance, yeah, yeah yeah or Lance. Or did I, what did I say? you said fields you got oh, yeah. fields on the mind. well, can you blame me? What is me. that sting song fields of uh glory what is it fields of uh fields of, glory. Fields of bullshit what is that fields song? Of bulls-
0: yeah i think that's a fields of bullshit
1: <laughs> yeah, i hate sting he sucks
0: yeah i'm not a huge sting fan i don't think he seems like a nice guy though
1: yeah yeah sure but the police were good they had some good ones <laughs> yeah police um, were good.
0: yeah yeah sting sucks though. oh fields of gold Ah, oh, that was it, yeah. Yeah, Fields of Gold, <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's what it's going to be. That's, that's what's <laughs> going to be with, with Justin Fields. Fields of Gold, yeah, right. Nagy's going to ruin him in one year.
1: Oh, uh, shit. Well, Nagy's going
0: to get fired. Yeah, he's going to get fired, but he's going to do his job of ruining him in the one year he has him. <laughs> God, he's just so fucking terrible. What a terrible coach.
1: Uh, well, give him another chance last year. Give him Let another our chance. <laughs> give him another chance. Has he been that bad? What is he I mean he's just I mean, what, what did he like, trade up for a terrible uh, starting quarterback or something? Like that? Well, I
0: mean uh, technically he didn't do that, but okay. I mean, he's yeah. a part of that decision. I mean he just I've never seen his team look like they're extremely well coached. It's just a mess all the time. And even though and the reason they've haven't had like losing records and have like made the playoffs or barely made the playoffs, like it's just like because the NFC is not very good. NFC is not very good. There's been a lot of bad teams in the East and the Central, and and it's just and in the West, like it's the NFC is not as good as the AFC, like depth-wise in terms of good teams. And the Bears have just like they lucked into the playoffs, especially with now that it's expanded, um, and they have a lot of talent. Like the Bears have had a lot of talent. It's just they drafted Trubisky, awful pick, and they drafted Trubisky because they thought Nagy could coach him into something really good, and he couldn't. I think that's the overall thing. Like, I mean, most Bears fans are like, you know, it's not so much that they drafted Drubisky as they draft him because Nagy probably would assured them, oh, I can turn this guy into a superstar.
1: Yeah, so they took a big a big swing on Nagy. They yeah, not only hired him, but they said, we'll... And his play calling is just dreadful at times. Y- it's just dreadful. Yeah.
0: And he's so, supposed to be his offensive guru.
1: Right. He's just not. So. He's just
0: not. It's obvious even to a casual fan, you're like, what, what is this guy doing?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, there was a few highlights there with Trubisky. It was like, whoa, what's going on here? This oh, absolutely. This I mean, it's like, it's working.
0: He's, he's definitely an athlete. He definitely has some talent when it comes to playing football. He just wasn't polished when he came into the league. He wasn't ready to start that early. Yeah. And they kind of, their hands were forced. There was an injury, their hands were forced. And he played well initially but they had a lot of talent and like a lot of offensive talent and it's just, yeah, it's between like bad play calling. I just don't think he builds players up. Like I don't think he develops these offensive players that they draft all that well. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. been a lot of guys that they've drafted that just had this potential like Anthony Miller, man, he had a bunch of potential, just never lived up to it. And, and people are like, Oh, he's a bit of a head case. Well, I think that comes from coaching. Mm you take those head cases and you coach them on, and you, you make them good, great players. I mean, there's plenty of coaches that
1: do it and those are the coaches that have rings and is yeah. just not, not one of those guys. Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes draft picks just don't work out, you
0: know? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. But when it's a consistent theme and you just see it over and over again, you're just like, okay. And that's what I always gave him the benefit of the doubt the first several years, I was just like, well, the first year it was great. You know, they made the playoffs. They lost on that last, the, double doink Mm -hmm. um you know and then everybody's like oh okay this is exciting and then it just got worse and worse usually you're supposed to get better especially you know so yeah
1: yeah but i am high on mooney i am high on mooney (laughs) (laughs) well this seems to be it i mean that seems to be like the concern there is is the Nagy uh situation like uh and he's Fighting for his job at this point. Like, he's got to put Fields in at some point. And that might not even be enough to save him. Like, if they're terrible no, and Fields is, I don't good, think they're going to be,
0: te- I don't he's think he's going to be terrible. Fired. I once again think they're going to be a middling team where they could squeak into the playoffs, but I don't even think like they have to win a playoff game for him to keep his job. I think, in my po- honest opinion, like, even if yeah. they make the playoffs, because I don't think they make the playoffs by necessarily winning the division. You know, yeah, he's Scream, almost a dead man walking. I feel oh, like for sure. him, him and the GM pace, like they're both that way. I mean,
1: which is fine. You know, it is what I, it is. I mean, as long as fields shows good, then you got hope, you know, yeah. it doesn't matter who the coach or the GM yeah, absolutely. is. Um, yeah. I don't think one year is t- probably uh, not enough time to truly ruin fields. <laughs> um i, mean, and, I think uh, he'll do his damnedest <laughs> and no, I think, good. I,
0: i'm excited about fields I, i'm excited yeah. about fields i do i do hope for the best and you know hey who knows maybe they won't win the division maybe they'll somehow you know their defense will be good and you know there's a the thing with the packers in that division they're always the gold standard but like like the way the Bears have won that division in the past is just by having a really solid defense and the offense being competitive enough to like be able to score points and keep up with Green Bay's offense. Mm-hmm. Which with a guy like Justin Fields, maybe that's something they can do.
1: Yeah.
0: It's possible. Yeah.
1: Well, um, it's getting late over here in the East Coast. Oh boy. <laughs> did you win any did you win any of those auctions? I did win the Dr. J right. auction. I, I did. did. Dr. J. Do- dr. J. Do- <laughs> i want a dr uh dr j 1981 tops card um nice. yeah i think it's pretty sweet yeah. for like nine yeah. bucks Would it
0: say what did it say ultra crisp
1: um sharp corners or something or no, razor sharp
0: razor sharp razor sharp you got a razor sharp dr j <laughs> for
1: nine bucks oh uh, shit uh i love uh trading cards oh my god i'm getting really you into it it's it. exciting I love it. it's really exciting I love it. i'm buying all the magic it's Johnson.
0: it's eventually gonna take over this podcast <laughs> it's, it's gonna be that stupid sports card show <laughs> maybe maybe we should maybe we should do something live like that like a qvc <laughs> so, like we we'll make it like a qvc <laughs> where we're just like hey, hey i got this i got this magic johnson raw 84 <laughs> We only got one in the studio today.
1: Who knows? It could be a fake. <laughs>
0: we don't know. That, that's for you to figure out.
1: It looks it
0: looks real. Looks looks pretty damn real to me.
1: Uh, only I only say that because because uh, you know everyone knows that only Star um, made basketball cards in 1984, not Fleer, not Tops, and uh, Star has been. Uh, Shown to have some fi- uh, fake ones out there. Yeah, okay. Um, so, but everyone knows that.
0: Everyone um, knows that's like just uh, common knowledge. A, yeah, common knowledge sort of thing in the biz. You know, in the biz, in the biz, you part of the biz now. <laughs> you part of the biz. You part <laughs> of sports card biz.
1: Hey, I'm uh I'm moving the market.
0: buying buying buy Dr. J cards at midnight on a Thursday. Or not Friday for you. Twelve a.m. on a Friday. Buying <laughs> Dr. J cards on eBay. I for nine bucks.
1: For, I wanted it for five. You're not getting it for six. I'll get it for nine.
0: <laughs> what was the starting bit on that, baby? <laughs> I think
1: it was I think it was uh maybe two bucks, something like that. Oh man,
0: you got for nine. Yeah, you are you are moving the needle
1: on the market. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh shit! Well, I do I do uh, love Magic Johnson cards and uh, Larry Bird cards and uh, Michael Jordan cards, especially. Um, well, yeah, who doesn't? Yeah, Michael but, Jordan uh, cards. But I'm dipping my toe into some Kareem and Dr. J uh, okay, as get well. You
0: feel a little wet over there.
1: Went in my beak.
0: <laughs> Ooh this is a PSA7.
1: <laughs> oh shit. Oh, well, thank you uh, everybody. Uh, I hope you if, if you're still listening, I appreciate it. <laughs> Have a great draft make sure you pick up your PSA uh, 7 plus Magic Johnson's this
0: is our our pre-draft special like for the rest of the podcast like this is our most important show of the year
1: take that bullshit